Before we start today's podcast, a quick heads up on Sherlock's VIP club. From restaurants, bars and hotels to beauty, wellness and shopping, Sherlock's partners with some of London's best destinations and hottest brands to bring its VIPs exclusive monthly offers. So why not sign up? It'll cost you just £5 a month or £50 for the year. Use your card once or twice and you'll have made that amount back in no time. For more information, visit sherlocksvip.com. Hello and welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Georgie Cochicole. This week, I'm joined by Laura Black, Lou Half, and I'm thrilled to welcome a very special guest, Joe Goods. Do you know, is it weird that I come through the door and say hello to everyone I've never met before, <laughs> like an old friend? I mean, obviously, Georgie, I've met you before, but Laura yeah. and Lou, I've never met, and I hugged you both. And, <laughs> and then I almost came straight into this room because I know everything. In fact, I said to Lou, I should have got my own coffee because I know you don't do real coffee. <laughs> I even know what's in your cupboards. It's so it's odd. It's very disappointing what's in our cupboards. Yeah. Nothing exciting at all. Your tea bags, some box of cereal. Well, Joe, you have such a distinctive voice your voice is made for radio do people say that to you all the time yes it is and do you know it's weird because I used to be an actress and my voice wasn't really made for acting because as you can hear it's very broken and damaged I've had a very colorful life <laughs> and it does come out of my voice it's like lived in I think my voice <laughs> and I used to almost eat Marlboro cigarettes and so that gave me this voice which is my trademark and has earned me my living since being an actress but as an actress when I tried to sing it would just break and directors would say, do you mind miming this song because you're ruining it for everyone else? No. So, yes. Oh, oh, people, have, people have asked me to mime for my entire life. <laughs> have they? My husband permanently tells me I'm ruining the song, so you're not alone. <laughs> anyway, Joe, you have the brilliantly, brilliantly successful BBC London radio show, which is on every day from... 1.30 to 5. It's um, three and oh a half God, hours. Oh, my God, it's that long. Oh, my God, Georgie, and some days it feels that it's long. Really? 1.30 to 5, five days a week. And I do a, a podcast, Dogs in the City, as well. Do you have your own blog? Is it actually up and running? I mean, so, I know your Twitter handle is... Middle-Aged Minx. Love it. <laughs> I love that. Did you give yourself that name? I did. I, I did. <laughs> so I have a YouTube channel, Joe Good Middle-Aged Minx, which I am obsessed by. But I can say this here in the safety of sheer Lux. The BBC, and leave this in. I was just saying to Lou, actually, there are people you work with who are like the people at school that always got their homework in in time. And then there's people like you lot who would have been in the back row that I would have wanted to be in your gang. <laughs> and, and half the time at the BBC, forgive me, I'm working with people who were like head girl, head prefects and got their homework in on time. And I never did. So I'm walking that very fine line. But the BBC don't... I wasn't head girl, but I always got my homework in Did on you? Time. Yeah. I'm surprised at that. I know, you extraordinary. I was desperate to get it out of the way. Did you do it yourself or did someone else do your... 100% did it myself. Oh, no, you surprised <laughs> me. I thought I knew... <laughs> but no, the BBC are scratching their head over my social media because for years they've told me to embrace social media as long as it's their social media. Okay. So it's all at BBC, at BBC London. The moment I say to my listeners... Please follow me on YouTube, Joe Good Middle Age Minx. I'm getting these emails going. <laughs> Joe, I, I think this is a commercial enterprise. I don't really think you should be promoting yourself. Ooh. But I'm not paid, you know. I'm not promoting anything on YouTube other than me, which is their product. Yeah, product. But I think the world's changed, hasn't it? And now, as an employer, you, you've got to embrace that. You've got to slightly embrace people's yeah. side hustles and that they're building their own profile and yeah. everyone's building their own brand, aren't they? And actually, I think if you really close to that, then you're going to struggle, I think. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, it's a capillary system. You can't mm. suddenly block it. And, and it say, can benefit them. You of, course know. It, of course it will. <laughs> anyway, it's a brilliant radio show. If you haven't listened to it, then you must. I don't know how you do it every day. I mean, people say to us, how do you keep coming up with content? It's the same for you, I guess. But anyway. Right. Let's start off with finding out what we did this weekend. So I'm in this dilemma, whereas I'm thinking, so my mum is 94, she lives in Horsham in Sussex, and I used to live in Brighton. And I've got to this stage where, this is a very long-winded answer to your question, I had a really <laughs> bad cough over the end of the summer, and I just thought this pollution in London is doing my head in. I need to get somewhere to live at the weekend with fresh air. So I saw this is an old stud farm that has what was a stallion's stable that they've turned into a little one-bedroom house. And the thought that a stallion had been in it before... I was going to say, I mean, there's a lot of history in that. I know. (laughs) There won't be any when I'm in there. There'll be no action whatsoever. But up until this point, it has been literally the mating stable for a stallion and the geldings. And they've turned it into a little one-bedroom house. So that's what I was looking at. Wonderful. Can I tell you that I've actually been to a stud and watched a stallion do its thing. It's quite eye-opening. Voluntarily. You watched. Yeah. I went to a stud with two great girlfriends from university. It's a very, very famous stud in Ireland. And I had a friend whose boyfriend worked there. And we went along and watched quite a famous old racehorse. Yeah, mate. I mean it is quite is the, Was that on the invitation? No, God. I think we I think we asked to go. Anyway. <laughs> it's fascinating. Does it take long? Did, yeah, there's a fluffer, there's a sort of donkey that comes out that's a fluffer that gets him in oh, the mood. Really? And then there's a bit of a hand job that goes on at some point to really? push it off. It's the most enormous thing you've ever, yeah. ever laid eyes on. I mean, I'm looking around. I don't know. It's Where long. It's long. Gosh. And then, and then it, should we say, climaxes. And it, this Sally and just sort of collapses <gasps> on top of the female. Anyway, it's... Do you think the female just, enjoyed it? Because so often no. they... No. <laughs> I mean, oh. you couldn't enjoy it. No, it's not so that big. size. <laughs> Mind boggles. Anyway, <laughs> so you went to Brighton. So I went to have a look, and I'm still thinking about it. But I love the history, especially now you've explained. <laughs> they were thinking about that every okay. night. <laughs> I will be every night I go to bed on my own, thinking, good God, what's gone on within these walls? But anyway, it's up for grabs, this little stallion's house. Good luck. I'll let you know. So that's you in Brighton this weekend. Mm. Were you feeling festive in Brighton this weekend? Yes, I was. And I went to, on Friday night, Esther Ransom. I'm not going to name drop. <laughs> March. <laughs> Hardly going to impress you a great deal. God love you, Esther. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but there's lots of your followers who probably don't even know who Esther was. She asked me to read in a carol service on Friday night with, would you believe, Imelda Staunton and her husband, Jim Carter. Oh, wow. I know. And, um, you can name drop away with that. No, but, and then me with my broken 
old voice 20 mile per day in the past in this massive church and I could hardly see over the lectern because I am so short. <laughs> but Imelda actually is shorter than I am. Is she? Mm, she's tiny. She's How tall are you? I'm, well, on paper I'm five foot two, in life I'm five foot and I think she's okay. four foot eleven. Okay. So yeah. how does wow. that work? Paper, life, Laura, I'm coming to you next. I'm five you? foot one and a oh, half and I think and that half counts. Yeah, it does count. Doesn't I it? like to think I'm still five foot one and a half. <laughs> Maybe five foot one. So, what were you doing, Nora, this weekend? Getting festive. I'm actually quite tired. We had a busy weekend. We saw Father Christmas. We got our Christmas tree. We saw family for Christmas. Had drinks parties. It's exhausting. I know. I'm feeling like this is my pause. This week's my kind of pause. Um, Where did you see Father Christmas? Bockets Farm. I saw you did too. Yeah, I saw yesterday. Yeah. Oh my god! Sorry, no children. Chat, but is this farm in Surrey? And we've done it for the last three years, and I was kind of like, this year I'm a bit over Bockets Farm. Anyway, this year they've completely changed it. It was brilliant. wonderful. It was it's so sweet. It was magical. Yeah, oh. they loved it. Yeah, so did mine. And That's what happens? Lovely. You just walk in. No, they go on a train, oh. and you go through all these sort of different. I guess they're sort of converted barns, and there was a letter sorting office, whether you've been good or bad, and then the place where they made the toys and then you go meet the workshop and then you go meet Father Christmas and he gives your magic coin and then you get to go into his toy shop and spend your Except Uh, all these children were walking out of the toy shops holding like... (laughs) Big presents. Stuff that looked like they'd been to Harrods. I'm like, oh, we're like, what? I mean, why do we get one of those? You've got to pay extra, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Anyway, we get our coin, we go into the toy shop. I mean, you're like, OMG, this is the most amazing toy shop you've ever seen in the world. But then it's like that Chad Valley. Oh, yeah. Same it's basically thing. like Chad Valley. Chad Valley standard toy. So uh. Mimi gets a doll, her first doll. Oh. She literally, she was in my bed with it this morning. Sweet. Anyway, it's completely broken. absolute meltdown so I'm like damn you and your amazing toys we'd have taken the little stuffed owl we got last year because now the dolls ripped Uh, to shreds mine have quite enjoyed this yeah don't take away from the magic it was lovely it was lovely that is a great topic I'm going to do that on my show this afternoon your first doll that is such a great topic yeah still got mine my first doll yeah I'm sure most people do yeah mine's called Hannah mine's called Cherry she's only got one eye Cherry sweet she's only got one eye (laughs) oh Oh. well basically I literally would take her everywhere and occasionally she'd need to go in the washing machine she's got like my friends if they're listening will be laughing because they'll say she looks like a horror figure she's got a hard head and hard hands but a very soft soft body body. I know so she would get dirty and so she'd have to go in the washing machine which would be like the worst day and I would sit and like cross-legged in front of the washing machine (laughs) me too but with a snoopy and watch her go around just to make sure she was okay oh yeah yeah and then because that happened one of her eyes is sort of came out (laughs) in and like to the side in the uh, washing machine that happened. Yeah, I oh. think it's just wear and tear. But she still means a lot to me. Good. Lou, what were you doing this weekend? Again, very festive weekend. We went to go and get our tree, which is very exciting in our household because Lewis and I have different views on what a good tree is. Oh. I like a non-drop neat tree, like most people do. Obviously. He likes a droppy tree, which apparently smells better. Well, he's got a point. <laughs> But I'm with you. Exactly. Who wants to hoover that much over mm. Christmas? Also, your decorations. I mean, you're going to accept that some of those glass decorations yeah. mm. are going to smash yeah. if you get a droppy tree. But also, you've got quite a few weeks to go. We'll only enjoy it for two weeks when we go back to Bristol. Okay. Uh, you won. But I won. Okay, um, good. Thanks. <laughs> and then we came back and we decorated it and we put on the Christmas songs and we had bubbles. It was Aww. really, really Aww. nice, actually. That sounds really nice. Ours was quite stressful. Ours was not like that. Don't touch this! <laughs> 
Don't put it there. No, you can't put the crap you made at school on the tree. I mean, who came up with the idea that your children should make Christmas decorations oh. Oh, no. for your Christmas tree? No. I mean, terrible. Or put them on for an hour and then remove yeah, them. No, yeah, no, I sent them Give to them the... aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the bottom, on the sofa. <laughs> yeah. TV, Joe, are you a TV watcher? So, would you include The Crown on that? Oh, I would. So, can I ask you lot, are you enjoying this latest series of The Crown? The jury's slightly out for me. It's not grabbing me as mm. much as the previous series. I would say that I still enjoy it because it's The yeah. Crown, but before we were, like, so desperate yeah. to watch it. Yeah. Excitement. Yeah. Olivia Colman, I mean, I'm a massive fan of hers Likewise. and Helena Bonham Carter, but when you have famous people playing famous people, I think you just lose... I loved mm. the fact I didn't really know Claire Completely. Mm. Or the wonderful girl, Vanessa, who played... Yeah, Vanessa Kirby. I just believed in them. Now I just think, oh, isn't Olivia Colman looking like the Queen? Mm. Or <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter looking like Princess Margaret or not really or looking not like actually, Princess Margaret actually not at all looking like yeah. Princess Margaret I mean I really. that's yeah I yeah, just I do. don't think she's got the regalness yeah. Enough. I think that's where it's not working for me. I love the fact that there's so much of the history that I knew nothing about. You know, totally, what Mountbatten yeah. was so much. presumably creating a coup to yeah. undermine the government. All this sort of stuff, which I knew nothing about. So I love that. I agree. I feel so ignorant when I watch oh, it. My I'm husband and I, I basically are going, our knowledge of modern day exactly. British history is shameful. And I think it's really educating us. And I also mm. think at a time when the royal family are going through quite a few crises, mm. it's making us love them. I love they're as dysfunctional as all of us, yeah. Yeah, aren't they? So that's, you know, yeah, every but family. But also, with everything that's going on recently, I Andrew, feel like we're kind Andrew, of we're mirroring yeah. history, yes, though, in so many ways, yes. aren't we? It's kind of terrifying. It just keeps going Goes on around, and comes on. around, yeah, exactly. It? The thing for me is just the voice. I don't feel like she's plummy enough. Yeah. You know, and the way feel... that she walks as well. She has but apparently, she, so Rich and I have debated this several times. And the point he made as an actor, for anyone listening who didn't know, Rich is an actor, that Claire Foy was traditionally trained as an actress so she's been to stage school and she's done that whole performance art the voices whatever Olivia Coleman hasn't done that no. and I think mm. you can tell and yeah. apparently Olivia Coleman really struggles with a walk but anyway I think Olivia is amazing but it is Olivia you're so right yeah I'm only up to episode four so and I did really feel very emotional in fact Rich's wife was in episode three <gasps> And she was sobbing at the funeral that um, Philip was at. And I could see her sobbing. And I kind of knew it was Rich's wife, but she totally got she, me. I she totally got more. me. I thought that was the best cry I've ever amazing. seen. Oh, yeah. 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 It was really amazing. I, know. I also think Philip's really good. I really so like so My favourite episode is the yes. one where his mother comes to oh. say. And that's actually the one that's really grabbed me. It's really, really yeah, brilliant. It is. Physically, he he's very good, yeah. isn't he? he and he's, yeah. I think his voice is really good. Yeah. 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 On the subject of TV, we've got to talk about The Game Changers. It's a new Netflix documentary that takes veganism to new heights by revealing basically the incredibly high level that athletes who live on a plant-based diet can go to. Everyone's talking about this. We wrote a piece on it on the site last week. Who's watched it? Lou, I know you have. Yeah, I've watched it. Laura? I have to say I've watched 15 minutes of it and I didn't get to the end. But not because it wasn't brilliant. It really grabbed me. I just didn't have time. It really does make you think, doesn't it? I thought it was fascinating. So, so interesting. It kind of kills the archaic notion that you have to eat meat and like meat is the only source of protein that you can have to kind of build muscle and be a good athlete. And it's just fascinating. And I'm vegetarian, but I, lead, I kind of generally eat vegan. And I felt really proud that I did. And they do 
loads of testing it basically starts with a guy he has an injury and he wants to get back to training again and he's kind of researching about recovery and looks back at how he can do that and realizes that a lot of athletes kind of lead by a vegan lifestyle so looks into it and meets loads of incredible athletes like the strongest man the in the world man. i mean that is nuts what this guy's lifting and he's eating plants you know? yeah and they pull things with their necks yeah. Yeah. and it's absolutely amazing and you just don't think about it and you know there was one point that really got me when they said that these animals you know pork beef uh, lamb they are living off a vegan diet diet mm. like that's crazy yeah well he said that thing the phrase you're as strong as an ox yeah but an ox doesn't eat meat any meat no yeah yeah an ox exactly. is eating grass. yeah exactly and do you wonder how they can get to that size with no fat yeah yeah all? it's extraordinary isn't it it's completely amazing yeah. and they did an incredible test as well where they got three pro athletes and they ate and one day they eat like a pork burrito the next day they ate a bean burrito and then they looked at their blood samples and you can see some of it goes cloudy and when they had eaten the meat it's really really cloudy and then they look at the bean one and it's completely clear and it was just so interesting mm. what it's doing the, what that the, the was really blood i think the thing that was also really interesting is how many major sporting names are in the credits at the end like or the beginning whatever it Djokovic. is Djokovic, lewis hamilton yeah. Djokovic that, is vegan yeah does that mean God. he's a vegan yeah i think Djokovic. he is yeah God. I mean, that's phenomenal, isn't yeah. it? No, the stamina needed to do, what, well, all of them, actually, yeah. but him specifically. Is that, I mean, I'm pescatarian, but I also do believe we have a digestive system that was constructed to digest flesh, mm-hmm. and we have teeth. I know that sounds awful. <laughs> that's a lovely No, but it's sentence. awful, and we have teeth that are constructed to rip meat But apart. I think that's one of the things they question in the documentary, isn't it, your teeth? Because yeah, I think they, they say that our teeth are flat, so maybe they're not designed. Oh, really? It yeah. says the assumption is that human teeth are a clear sign of carnivorism. Yes. But experts in the film actually point out that human beings don't have the same long incisors found in other carnivorous Wow. Well, they, but oh. do you think that's evolution? Or do our you teeth think are flatter and square, suggesting we actually are better at crushing plants and vegetables, not tearing the meat and flesh mm. off animal bones. It's interesting. It makes yeah. you think. It does. I would love to live by those rules, but it must be time consuming to think, you know, you to get everything from pulses. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, how many people have time to consider all that? I mean, I, I'm definitely someone who I used to have quite a low fat diet and I used to be quite anti fat. And I've changed my diet and I now eat more fat and I now eat like nut butter every morning. And the length of time I can go to without feeling hungry mm. has changed dramatically. Like, who used to eat and I'd eat a really low fat diet within an hour and a half, I'd be really hungry. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's And now it's completely different. So, mm. do you eat I meat? D- I do. I'm by no means a vegetarian. But I sort of could be. Mm. That's exactly yeah. the same as yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I don't ever crave it. Yeah. No. yeah, I like a bit of chicken and a salad. Yeah, but I think the whole thing about the documentary is kind of opening people's eyes about plant-based eating. And I don't think they're saying that everybody must be, but it's, I think if you have an interest in it, yeah. opening people's eyes to plant-based diets is going to help them and even if it's not seven days a week even if it's one day a week two days a week and I think it's particularly athletes to see that it actually can strengthen your career and your body and your Mm. mentality and your Mm. physicality is amazing yeah I think the cheese thing there well I I think when you take meat out of a meal Mm. and then you take cheese out of meal and then you take I kind of I always feel like you're waiting for the yeah but I think that's 
Is um, it a frame of mind? Completely. I've never eaten cheese and I get so frustrated when people say to me, oh, but what do you eat if you don't eat cheese or meat? I'm like, there's loads of other things. And I think it's just about kind of looking at those recipes and kind of understanding all the different ingredients and what they give you. I think we think of it as kind of the meat is the main yeah. bit, isn't it? And then everything else is surrounding it. And if you take those out... Yeah. You're starving. Then, then, yeah. then what's your yeah. main bit? But it's kind of changing. Really fulfilled. Would, you, would you eat vegan cheese? No. No. But, I, uh, but only... Oh, horrible. Oh, agreed. Really horrible. Yeah, gross. Yeah, anything like that, I think. Or a burger pretending oh, to be a burger yeah, no, that's no, meat no, true. I'm really not. sorry. No. <laughs> but why would right. you want to? That's what I don't understand. Mm. I think it, I guess, is for people that do like cheese but right. want to live a plant-based lifestyle okay. so kind of want the taste of it but in a mm. kind of plant-based Do you remember those burgers that came to the supermarket? Yeah, disgusting. These are selling by the, the bucket load and it tastes like a real burger but it's mm, not vegan no. you remember we went to that vegan restaurant yeah, I had one I said the vegan food's amazing but that vegan the I burger. think I'm a burger yeah. not a burger burger yeah, yeah. is <laughs> too much burning my yeah. stomach we're going to talk about things to book around the UK this December. Are you Christmassy, Joe? Right. Do you approach December and go, I'm going to book in this, that and the other? Yes. And... Well, because I live in Marylebone, I walk out my front door and it's like I'm in fairyland. I mean, the carbon footprint, God knows what it is. The lights are on all night. In fact, the streetlights are tied to my roof. Oh, wow. Um, I also, on my show, Fun. interview every actor, every person that's coming into the West End to do a show over Christmas. One of my best friends, now this is a real name drop, but I'm going to say it because I'm so proud of it, is Julian Clary. He's like my greatest <laughs> friend. And he's in Panto at the Palladium. If you can get a ticket, I mean, it usually sells out really, really quickly. But whether, and you've got kids, and if you haven't got kids, you must go to see him at the Palladium because the children laugh because the adults are laughing so much, but they have no idea what they're laughing <laughs> Love at. That. It's so, so blue, it is unbelievable. That's but so it just clever. goes above their heads. And I met him when we did Panto together in Brighton, actually. And I've never had such a good time. And that was years and years ago. He, you haven't done Panto. Oh, yes, I have. She's on the ball. I was like, she's going to bring me up. So I would definitely go and see that. Then I would go and see Sixth Musical. I don't know oh, if you've I'm been. Oh, I'm desperate to see that. See Sixth. Because it is amazing. It's come oh, over pretty tell. Oh. It's about Henry VIII's wives. Oh, absolutely. They're all rapping. There's six women. And it came straight from Broadway into the West End. And the album is amazing. Yeah. If you like driving to music, even if you've never seen the show, drive to the album. Yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, great. Good to hear. And then the oh, final thing I'd too. say. Well, this is, I love Charles Dickens. I love Dickens. I love A Christmas Carol. I love all of that. Because I love walking around London when it's all misty at night and you think he spent his nights just walking and thinking up his stories. And there's the Dickens Museum, which is in Doughty Street in Clerkenwell, which is one of the oldest bits of London. You can go in there. There's His dining room is all laid out the way his wife laid it out because all his children were born in that house. Where they steam the pudding, you can go and look at that in the kitchen. Someone reads bits of A Christmas Carol. People sing carols. There's a lovely oh. restaurant. It's oh. lovely. As long as Bill Murray's not there, I'm there. <laughs> Bill Murray isn't there. But it's in Doughty Street, and it's the Dickens Museum, and it was Charles Dickens' house, and it's joyous. Oh, lovely. that's a great, great. tip. Thanks. 
Okay, well, three out of three there. Lou, what about you? Um, well, Christmas officially started last weekend when I went to see Love Actually live, which I know the girls talked about last week in the podcast, but it was so magical. But I actually don't have anything else booked. So we yeah. need to book six. I know. Six. I know, yes. I really, I really want to see that. All the Palladium Panto, seriously. Oh, yeah. I have to say, fun. I'm not actually a huge fan of Panto. Uh, seriously, because it's so adult. Okay. It, but it's funny just to watch the kids laughing at the adults. Okay, but yeah. he is very blue and it is very funny. Laura, have you booked anything? Well, mine are probably a bit more children-based. We've done Father Christmas and we've got Q Lights. That's too good. Yeah. It's such a cliche. It's I here. know, but I Q did it last It is amazing. And I love it. Yeah, me it. too. I did it last year for the first time and oh, I love the little mulled wine pit stops. That's yeah, why I love it. It's long away. Right? Where's, that's that's where's it on? In Kew, Kew Gardens. Gardens. Oh, the lights. The trail. And the lights are oh, incredible. And the yeah. music to the lights yeah. is amazing. Really? Yeah. What yeah, night are really you going? Looking forward to it. I'm going on the 23rd, so really close oh, to Christmas. Wow. Christmas too, which will be lovely. Yeah, yeah we left it so late to book. We're actually going after Christmas. It's a bit okay. odd, isn't it? Anyway, we have Christmas. I'd have to tell you if you've got children and you're listening. I took my children to see Oi Frog at the Lyric Theatre oh, on Shaftesbury Avenue. Have you heard that book? No. Foxes oh. sit on boxes. Dogs sit on logs. logs. Cats sit on mats, and frogs sit on logs except frog doesn't want to sit on a log and frog rebels anyway it's a children's book about me. the <laughs> sitting bottom school of animals and anyway there's a series of them ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It is so good. I went for an hour with the children. And I mean, my two-year-old was, I mean, nearly three, transfixed. Totally. She did not move a muscle for the entire thing. At the Lyric, Shaftesbury Avenue. And it's just a really, really fun show. Do you know what Great I love acting. Adult actors that are really talented and made us love, made and the grown have to be laugh. because children will let you know if they're not totally. interested. Yeah. yeah. When I, I saw there the tiger that came to tea with my god kids, and I love the way so the lights then. go down slowly. They can't go down quickly because the kids get scared. Totally. So you just suddenly think, hang on, when did that happen? You're in the dark, but it's so gradual. Isn't You're it? so right. And actually, as the lights went down, it got quite dark. I thought, shit, shit, shit. Mimi's going to lose it. She doesn't like the door shuts. Yeah. yeah. And actually, they didn't take them down too low. And it was so good, honestly, for an hour's show. I'm also taking her to see Peppa Pig. I'm taking the other two to see Peppa Pig, so I'm taking her to see Peppa Pig. Lucky girl. Um, Anyway, mine aren't that exciting either. I definitely need to book six. What's that other musical? Oh, Dreamgirls. That's what I'm dying. Dreamgirls. Oh, my God. Is Amber Riley still in it? Because she's in it. I don't think so. God, you'll cry. You'll cry. And Tina. I still haven't seen Tina. I haven't seen Tina. Desperate to see that. I want to see a bit of Tina. 
We like to talk about what's new at supermarkets at Sherlock's. Does that appeal to you, you big food shopper? So I live on Marylebone High Street. I go into Waitrose. I was going to say, you've got a very nice Waitrose. I know. No, the Waitrose is everything. That's all we've got. Some of us say we're craving for a little, but it's never going to happen. Not quite. It's not happening. But what I love and what's happened, and it's probably happened in Waitroses all across the country, but in Marylebone, we've only just got our sushi stall in Waitrose. So they make it in front of you with those beard nets. You know when you... It just fascinates me, so nothing... Because I always worry when I buy anything. I'm a bit weird about this. What's dropped into my food? Oh, really? You're talking to Laura here. Laura's so neurotic. Oh, no, I now I can't buy cut dandruff. fruit in the supermarket. No. Thank you. I, just, yeah, I'm with you. I just think, what's dropped into that? <laughs> oh Isn't that awful? I so went to got... the supermarket with my sister-in-law the other day. <laughs> yes. We were being a movie and we snuck in for a G&T in a can. And I wanted some fruit. And I said to Sarah, I, like, I can't do it. I can buy the chocolate watermelon. I said, Laura's <laughs> exactly. her voice is in my ear now. You just never know. No, you, no one shows us what's exactly. happened for you to get there. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so, so but, glad I have a woman. Oh, I'm just like you. But the sushi stall at counter at um, Waitrose, they are literally covered. <laughs> they are covered from head to So you're happy to buy them. No one put can a bee, on They it. could just put like one of those bee helmets yes, on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Do the whole thing in a beekeeping outfit. And it's behind glass. So I love it. It's theatre. I like the process of watching it. I love eating it. Um, and there is a vegetarian option. So that and then... The Goyos is good, isn't it? Yes. Oh, I love the Goyos. Oh, I love the Goyos. Oh, my, my husband God. and I, that's our like Friday night in. Yes. Bottle the bubbles and sushi from... Oh, we get ours from Sainsbury's, actually. Oh, do you? I don't yeah. know how that compares. Actually. I think it's the same franchise, actually. Ah. Somebody told me that Sainsbury's because my mum is so old and she can't book online, that you can phone Sainsbury's and they deliver. Oh, You can really? just ring them on the landline. Well, you're most, you're <laughs> I don't know how many of your listeners to be having to go through your order over the phone. Oh, my mother would love it, though. She can't, literally can't log really? on. Really? No. So mine. Mine's favourite thing is to ring the Longcombe counter at Peter Jones. <laughs> she got her foundation. She could get it delivered. <laughs> But she's going to have her ashes scattered at Peter James, the Longcombe counter. That's where I'm going. They'll be like, what are you doing, Madam? when she rings? I love that. Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have my shake foundation? I love that. so comforting. She's going to say, you're such a horror when she listens to this. Anyway, so back to the supermarket. When you're not buying sushi, any new discoveries? We write a feature about the new supermarket products to know my favorite is the heinz truffle mayonnaise i'm not a big mayonnaise fan but when when anything has truffle involved well, they're throwing truffle into everything i didn't oh, know heinz were i'm not complaining well. i tell you anything you buy that you recommend so my one big treat for my i, don't, I suddenly started loving chocolate i try to eat you want to load this 100 percent raw which is like I gave my producer some and she just spat the whole lot out. More chocolate. Went, yes. Oh. Green and Blacks do 99, no, they do 85%. But Waitrose now, see, I can only talk about Waitrose because that's the only place I go. They do Willie's 100% chocolate, which is 100% raw. And I think that's the only supermarket you can get it in. So, yeah, that's my, you know. And do you genuinely treat. prefer that? I'll tell you something, milk. I hated it. But no, once you start see, to no eat one, it. You just have to try Oh, no, no one can say I'm really enjoying this okay. but once you start it you then enjoy chocolate with sugar in less and less I've trained myself to look forward to the 100% okay so we're going for raw chocolate raw chocolate and the sushi counter and the sushi counter Laura what have you discovered lately at supermarket I was quite excited I have to say I did find these but these pizzas oh me too yeah, so they're made with vegetable bases. So there was a broccoli and mushroom and there was a beetroot. 
oh, that's the pizza base. How good is that? Well, that's no. clever. Yeah, I was really excited about it. I'm excited these. about these. Funny enough, I thought the exact same thing. Lou. There was another one on there that we actually had sent to the office, which was the new, I'm going to say it wrong. Tyrells. Thank you. How else would you say it? I say Tyrellis. Stop <laughs> it. I mean, I've heard it all now. Is there anyone? Listen, Lou has a problem with pronunciation of words like hummus. Is no, that I you? say hummus, but I say couscous. Couscous. Aww. There's a number That's of nice. them. You should have started writing them down. There's no yeah. I or Y in that. Ask Charlotte and Polly, they've got loads. <laughs> Are you <laughs> multilingual? No. <laughs> Just a new language. Yeah. Anyway, those. <laughs> we have... Whenever I see them now, I'm just going to think of you. You're like my friend who takes two sayings. And mixes them up. Yeah, I do so that all the time as well. like, I'll keep my eyes to the ground and my ears peeled. And I'm like, no, no, you, you've got this. And I would say I should have been writing them down. Yeah, I have. Oh, definitely brilliant. something like yeah. that. So um, the Torelli's. Torelli's. <laughs> the root veg, but salt and vinegar flavour. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh, oh so that's they now new. do, you know the vegetable yeah, yeah. This is what we're getting at. They now do extra large pieces of vegetables. Good. So there's sort of like, there's a piece of beetroot the size of my hand. Because yeah, a parsnip's always really mean. Yeah. All these are big. Oh. These are big. And the beetroot's the best. I mean, that's yeah. Wow. So I'm like, literally, there's like yeah. discs. It was so there. good. But there we go. Salt and balsamic vinegar, which is yes. anything salt and vinegar is right up my street. Mm. And, and it's very premium. And you can get pure parsnip bags, can't yeah. you? Can you oh. get pure beetroot bags? No. no. I don't, I don't everyone's know. Favorite? I don't know. Yeah. I know we fight over those. Mm-hmm. I think they're honey flavor, the parsnip ones. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the subject of food, Joe, are you a host? You're not a huge cook. This is well known that I keep my cashmere in my oven. Um, I have never turned my oven on. So, and I have nothing to cook in. I live a ridiculous life as someone my age. But I live above a very nice restaurant and they send everything up in the lift. Oh. So, I know. And what I love, I love having dinner parties. I don't like having parties. I made the big mistake in that restaurant once to book their downstairs room and invite everybody I know. I just thought, I owe so many meals, I owe so many parties, I'll invite everybody. And it was a complete disaster because people just stayed in their clique. So, you know, my BBC lot were there, my acting lot were there, my school chums were there, nobody mixed. Yeah. So I love a dinner party with people who all know each other, basically. Mm-hmm. The risk of trying to get people to become friends. When you're my age, you don't want any more friends. Yeah. You've yeah. found your friends. Mm-hmm. You just want to be with your friends. Yeah. No newcomers. So I love that. And it's a very bijou flat. And they send the food I out from downstairs. No, I'm... it is amazing. My fa- I will say this because I look out, uh, I've got the biggest roof terrace in Marylebone and the tiniest flat so in the summer it's like an extended flat but in the winter like now all the lights of Marylebone are tied to my roof so we can sit out there with rugs and things oh cozy I didn't know it's I love it have you lived there a long time I've lived there about 25 years have you heard of Christine Keeler yes yes so Christine Keeler lived in the flat Perfumo Perfumo so the whole Perfumo outrageous scandal they need to remake that film don't they in my flat they should wow. in your flat. There you go. it was in that building so the building is notorious the cameras. yes exactly, exactly. Um, yeah they should remake it so in answer to your question I don't cook I order food from downstairs to be delivered in the lift up to me well likewise I've got a girlfriend she says I love you to bits 
She said, but you're not cooking, are you? And I'd be like, no, all right, all right. But I love to host. So my husband and I love to host, but I don't love to cook. So I'm with you. I'm kind of Are you happy in your new house? Not yet. I will be. You know, my kitchen floor is concrete at the moment, but it's oh, dried. God. They're laying, starting to lay the floor today. Wow. Right. Kitchen's being delivered this week. So getting there. So the kitchen of, will be in Christmas? The worktops won't. Okay. Sadly, Christmas is just in the way. Oh, We've come a long way. We've still got a very long way to go. So, you know, there's a lot of change, but there's still a lot more to do. But anyway, thank you. Yes, one day, getting there. Never have to move again. That's the main thing. So any other rules for you when you host? Don't mix friends. Never mix friends. This whole thing about mulled wine, I'm very dubious of it again, of what's gone in it, aren't you? I always think... A lot you know, of when, sugar. Oh, no, when people make it yes, on the pan. Yes, and they go, have mm. this, and you think, I really don't want that. I'd like a glass of something that I yeah. know. And how many times have they tasted exactly. it? Exactly. <laughs> no, you and I, I mean, we're very... It's also lukewarm. I mean, yes. give me a lukewarm. We had one the other day, Laura and I, and I had a sip. Wasn't that with you? It was lukewarm. Oh, that no. Wasn't oh, it? No. Yeah, no. I need to scold my mouth yeah. as I'm drinking yeah. mulled wine. Kill the germs, yeah. you're so I, had one, I had one at Bockett's yesterday and it was great. It was, it was really a bit hot. early. I went at 10.15. That was a bit early. It was PM. Uh, Laura, what about you? I know you're a good entertainer. What are my what rules? What for you are the rules? I have a limit. I think any more than eight and I slightly start to panic about it just becomes this big ordeal for me. So I think if I can keep it under eight, I don't mind mixing people. I think occasionally it works, but it, it does require a bit more effort. Mm. We've got quite a big Christmas drinks party on Friday because a bit like you, I feel like we owe quite a lot mm, of people. Mm. Oh, so you're hosting on Friday. So we're hosting on Friday evening and I've slightly got cold oh, sweats about it, but it will be fine. It's just drinks and canapes. Honey mustard sausages. Yeah, yeah, a lot of those. Yeah, there's about, um, that, that wouldn't work for the Why vegans. are you two nodding? You're both, you're both <laughs> because vegans. Because I love, like, sausages is the one thing that <laughs> will sorry. probably turn. I just really. honey mustard sausages. <laughs> yeah. And Lou and Joe both say, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we can dream yeah. I have to say that is my I say I could be a vegetarian it's, I had bangers and mash at my wedding yeah. oh, a I honey mustard yeah. sausage is such a good thing isn't Jealous. it yeah so we'll be doing those lots of those lots of those lots of bubbles so we're going to make people sing carols no red wine yeah. no red and wine and do you put a time no frame on it no, no, so no. people have to leave by a certain time no Friday night I don't think we will but I enjoyed in this piece that they said in a weekday you could invite for 7 to 7.30 because people stay later than 11 in the weekday yeah. I'm like yeah. get out of my yeah. house we don't entertain in the week ever oh do you not no mm, Thursday night we do quite a bit do you, do you? Mm. No. Lou what about you any rules? We don't really host. We've got the tiniest, I say dining table. It's not. It's an old desk, which we're still waiting to find a proper dining table, which doesn't really fit in our flat. So we can only really have four people around for dinner. So we've never really done that. But I loved in the piece that Reese Witherspoon said when people came around, she gave them a drink and the Wi-Fi password. Yeah, I love that. I thought that was really good too. I really don't like it when you have to take your shoes off. Oh, oh neither God, do I. Like, no one plans their outfit without their shoes no, especially when and you're out and no one wants to see yeah. someone in their socks no, 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 no. I particularly um, want to see a man in his socks no, no, you no, my house. so right no, no. yeah so. and so often male socks are really oh, shit no, they, they, they are, are they are I mean that socks are never attractive no. so I just think especially yeah. some of you when you've really made an effort <laughs> and you've got your jazzy shoes on and they're like would you take your shoes oh, no. off no and you're five foot tall I just yeah, exactly, exactly. Terrible. So, yeah that would be my number one let people keep their shoes on mm. I thought again it was interesting in the piece that they said that these days it's okay to sit next to your partner yeah, yeah. No, no, no 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 we would never I would never I do that I went to a wedding once and I was sat next to my husband 
we moved each other. I think Did I you? moved him. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't want to sit next to you. He's like, I don't want to sit next to you either. <laughs> Did anyone question it? No. No. Everyone else sitting next to me. Why don't you sit? I was like, we switched our mates. <laughs> Good. No, but on the subject of sitting next to people, I'm a real mover after a course yeah because mm. there's never going to be a scenario where everyone's 10 out of 10 in that room and, and someone's sitting think... next to someone without great chat I'm always down the boring end well, don't no, you always think yeah. down there the they're always having you... such a good time oh, and, and when I'm you're down... having a conversation well then you've got to move them yeah. yeah but when you're having a conversation and you can hear out of the corner of your oh. a really fun chat <laughs> yeah. and you've oh, got something God, really yes. good to contribute towards yeah and you can't and get you're stuck. in so true only women do that men never hear other conversations but also then you've totally tuned out on what the other person is saying <laughs> move them I, mean, I always do it yeah make Good the idea. boys move two places to the right and I do it twice often after start around the ankles that's good there you go we're going to change the subject and talk about beauty we wrote a piece on the seven things a dermatologist wants you to stop doing this had lots of saves on our site Joe, very interesting about the hot water, actually, which, you know, because I just I'm love... Nothing. I, oh, so I, much. I sit in a bath and just keep topping it so up. So do I. I. I My husband it. gets yeah. in and he's like, up, yeah. woman, what yeah. is wrong yeah. with you? I think it's a woman thing. Unless I'm like, lying on my bed thing. afterwards, like almost pulsating. Oh, yeah. no, I, feel, yeah. I feel like it's yeah, getting the sweats yeah. after. Yeah. It's weird. I think that may be a female thing. So I love that. But I think it is. Do you drink very hot tea and coffee? Yes. My husband yeah. lets everything cool down for an hour. Oh, no. no. Everything. It's like what you were saying about mulled wine. You want to remove your top lip. <laughs> yeah. You want yeah. it baking. I, oh, I could drink um, out of the kettle. I mean, I literally, I pour hot water into the thing. And same with the fire. I will get, my husband's like, if you get any closer to that fire, you will set fire like yeah. literally do you this is an admission do any of you sleep with a hot water bottle yes, you yes. Always? so I have mottled legs from the burn so mark yes. my sister her tummy is completely yes. mottled Burned from yeah. the hot water mm-hmm. bottle no. I, think, I think you're right do I think you have a cover on it I do, but the cover's gone very thin. The covers of my friend's Ooh, dog, yeah, which is a Christmas also, present for you. Yeah, no, but sometimes hottie. the cover blocks the heat. Mm. Mm. You really want yeah, that you rubber really on need flesh. It. Yeah, oh, no. You see that? <laughs> I actually have, too far. We have a few things in that, common. That's a bit claustrophobic <laughs> for me. I can't. My mother takes her hot water bottle on her summer holiday. She'll go to the mm. med with a hot water really? bottle. Really? I had a producer oh who would I'm sit drinking. with it on her lap. Mm. You know, not even that time of month, just all year. Yeah. Sit with the hot water bottle. Um, so that. But the other thing is, and you can see from my face, I have never worn SPF. And I you hate... you got gorgeous skin. Oh, I have baked my... I grew up in Australia. I have baked my face. I'm of the age where there wasn't SPF. We used to literally just fry our faces. I would have a Baco foil collar to reflect the light out. So I was literally frying my My friend's mum used to iron on a piece of foil. Could stand in the garden, do her ironing. No. Oh my God. So you get the sun back. <gasps> You lot are so lucky with skincare now. You've no idea. You know, it was Nivea, Astral, and just olive oil all Mm. over our faces. But what I do now is I do use serums, which we never had before, and I try and layer the serums. And I then went and had all my age spots lasered. Mm. Oh, wow. And did that work? People said they just come back. They come back worse. Can I just say very quickly on the age spots, since I was talking to Wasim Tuk about that, I think it was him who said, or Teresa Tommy, which is a podcast for them. And they were saying that you've got to see that as a maintenance thing. So you can't have it once and assume that's it. If you hate them that much and you want them lasered, 
assume that you're investing in something you keep topping it up essentially yeah. and they can keep getting rid of them yeah but you've got to keep going yeah which i thought was interesting no i think you're absolutely right you have to put the work in but prevention is better so it's great you're all using mm. spf and the other thing is going back to marylebone which is old money old school um when i first moved there i saw so many bad facelifts mm. in uh, the deli counter and you could literally age or place where people had had them done really you know and thank God, God don't people think, don't really have those anymore. I don't think they have them anymore. Mm. But you've all seen these poor women who have obviously had them in oh, this country or had a yeah. series of different facelifts. And I think it's nice now that we are offered non-invasive. So I have had Profilo. And this was after oh, wow. Trini, after interviewing Trini, who I know you have on a lot. She was talking about Profilo. It's brilliant. And amazing. So for people listening, Profilo is hyaluronic acid. Injected in. Injected sort of deeper into the skin than any topical treatment yes. can go. But it's not a filler. No, so it's no, not no. a filler. And my neck was beyond help. I'm covering it up today. I'm only halfway through this. So you have two rounds and I go to, this is, I mean, she's not doing me any favours. I pay for it. Tracy Mountford. And Profilo in your neck is one of the few things that could probably get rid of that turkey neck. So I've had one lot and I know you're all thinking, well, I can't see any change. But when I have... I'm not. Up, I'm thinking I can't see your neck. You keep pulling your neck. She's pulling it higher and higher. I look like that kid from the Bass Street Kids. I've got this roll neck up here. But the second lot, you will see, if I'm ever invited back, a difference. And hopefully all the crepiness will have gone. So, so. you only have it in your neck. So, yes, because my oh. face is beyond that. But does the injections in your neck not hurt? No, but I was on air That's when my thin, producer came in. Well, you get these lumps. They give you seven. It's seven Points. Wherever you have it, you can have it in your face or in your neck. It's always seven points. And they rise up like you've been bitten by a bee. And I was in the middle of a show. I never told anyone at work I had this done. And my producer came in and went, what on earth has happened to your neck? It was literally, and it was throbbing. And I ran into, I put on an eagle's track, which is long, ran into the toilets, looked at my neck and just thought, Jesus, God, let this calm down. And by the next day, they had calmed down. And Do you have certain tracks, sorry, that you're like, that's going to get me... Oh, my God. I need a number two. Yeah. That's going to get... Number two track is the Eagles, I'm telling you. Lionel Richie, you are my destiny, which we had as our wedding song on about minute seven. I was like, shit, we didn't think this run through. No, seriously, because I have to run and then get back in time. I've left my pass out before. I'm banging on the door. Let me in to some journalist because the Eagles is ending and I'm just not in my chair. No, no. Years. I mean, I'd be like restricting my fluid intake. Yeah. I have such a weak blood. It's like you haven't had children, Joe, because oh, you, you wouldn't be able to do three and a half no, hour radio show. No. Anyway, okay. So the other thing that I, I was horrified that Sunbeds was on here. It's like someone's written a feature and put number two as Sunbeds. How are they still legal? Yeah, I know. I know people that are still using Sunbeds. <laughs> yeah. Do you? I have to say, I went to university in the year 2000, and I would go, I'd probably go three times a week. Oh, cringe. Yeah. I mean, I feel and sick. pull it right down. I, I stand as close down. to the bars as yeah. till I can smell my skin yeah. burning yeah. from the bars. But I have to say, that was many, many, many a year ago, and I don't anymore. But I'm horrified that in 2000 and mm. nearly 20, they're still on the streets. I mean, they're mm. just awful isn't it mm. how is that not regulated mm. I don't know terrible terrifying anything on this list so we're basically making loads of mistakes aren't we mm. most of us 
hot baths or showers obviously don't skip sunscreen don't overload with too many products that one had me whenever I watch beauty videos and people are layering mm. on their skin cream I think mm. well how do you know which is the one that's working mm. yeah I think and you've got tr- nothing else to do with your time yeah and they're mm. just I feel like they're less effective if you keep doing that but saying that I did go for a micro facial at Sarah Chapman on the weekend and they put so much product on and it is the nicest thing ever that it made me think, okay, right. Yeah, this weekend. Yeah. And they were all oh, different nice. products. Yeah, all different products. The last couple of weeks, my skin has just really not been great. So I was like, right, I need to sort this out, go and treat myself. And it's a 20 minute facial and it That's was good. absolute minutes. heaven. Yeah. You're glowing, you're glowing. Yeah, thank you. Are. Thank you. Love her, you. love her products, yeah, love her treatment. Yeah. I mean, of all the facialists to go to, she's definitely yeah. up there, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. The massage and it's like you're going through a car Lovely. wash on your face. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really Lovely. good. Not too relaxing. No, but it was good. You feel like yeah, everything's good. Sort of, I always, yeah. I mean, plumped. Yeah, I don't find it relaxing having it done. No, but that's good. Yeah, you know, picking spots. <clears throat> Number seven. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Don't have too good light in your bathroom. I reckon that's the key. The better <laughs> the light, the easier it is to pick your skin. Mm. But you know, someone said to me, a makeup artist, when I was an actress, who said, "You're lucky when you have spots because it shows you have hormones." See, I don't have spots really anymore mm. because I'm that age where so make the most of it, girls. That's oh. Such a nice thing to say. I, like I know, that. but it's true. It shows your yeah. hormones are all working well. Okay. Let's talk about style. You've got great style. You love fashion, don't you? I love you? fashion. Have you always loved it? All my family do. We all love, we all dress up. We need up. to do a shoot with you, Jay. We yes, need to make definitely. That happen. But there's one thing I did, and there's a question here about what can't you wear, and you wear leather trousers a lot, but I need to realise my body is not your body. And now, this is what I remember. You bought your leather trousers from Zadig and Voltaire. Is it I Zadig did, and I did. And I remember you going, these are the only ones to get. So I went running into South Morton Street <laughs> and I couldn't come out of the changing room. I looked like, now you won't even remember this guy, Max Wall. I looked like Max Wall, who was this mime artist, who was like two foot tall. <laughs> I looked utterly ridiculous. And I realised there are, I don't know, Laura, do you wear leather leggings? Yeah, I or do, do you? like a leather legging. Yeah. Well, maybe because you're younger than me, I look utterly ridiculous. I think the key is when you're sort of, they can't be too thick. No, or shiny. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a no-no. Can't be too thick, why? Because when you're short, if they're too thick, you start to look a bit stubby. Mm. Yeah. Do you wear them with heels? No, and trainers. Actually, I don't mind on leather. I wear coated coated jeans, yeah. Anyway, no leather for you then. No, not in the trousers, unfortunately. Do you have, at this time of year, does everyone have kind of like go-to festive looks I was thinking about this I'm thinking mine was kind of jeans I love jeans and a jumper great pair of rings and heels or I tend to go black and some kind of combination of leather yeah silk black black more black Mm -hmm. black do you have sort of formulas that you go to this time of year yes I do wear a lot of so I like glitter but I don't like sequins so this is Bella Freud and I have a Bella Freud Well, you do love, you're a better for it, don't you? I do love that. But I love all of you, and Lou, you're not, but Sheer Lux really promotes the white collar. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to wear one this morning. Because it's such a great idea, and I learned it from you lot. It reflects the light back on your face. Mm -hmm. It's so clever. White on your face, I think. Oh, it's brilliant. So I try since you lot, and you've got loads of them. Yeah. I'm pointing to (laughs) loads. She's wearing a black frilly collar. Yeah, that's really lush. I love that. Thank you. But I love winter coats, and I invest in those and I look forward to wearing them they're like friends I put them on for carol concerts and for winter walks and everything I really love them in the summer I don't invest so much money. I buy loads more clothes sorry that's really bad for my carbon footprint but I buy a lot of cheaper clothes yeah, in the yeah. Summer. I think you can definitely spend less yeah. on and exactly. cotton isn't, doesn't have to be so no. expensive does it Laura do you have a Christmas party wear go-to look velvet 
Love yeah. a bit of black yes. velvet. Um, my velvet. A few oh. sequins. No, I usually... you were rocking at our Christmas party. Oh, you look... looked amazing. I think you're you, you win the you prize. Win? You're very kind. I just wore sequin top with some velvet trousers. It was a puffy yeah. sleeved sequin top with a really low... Yeah, it was funny. I bought it a while ago and it was one of those things I was like, will I wear it, will I not? And then I had about 10 minutes to get changed mm. and no time to think about it. So I just... What I loved about your outfit, can I say, is... The simplicity, so you had no jewellery on, you had your hair back, mm-hmm. so you had all this sparkle, but then you'd really balance yeah, it yeah. without anything else. I know, oh, I think you, you absolutely much. nailed it. <laughs> and Lou, you were super glam, of course. What's your go-to Christmas Mine look? Mine is pretty similar to yours, actually. I love a black knit that's got like a little bit of something, whether that's like a sort of sparkle running through it. I wore a great bash one at our event last week, which is like a black low back, but it's got these kind of diamante studs on it. So I think those... Well, little crystals yeah little crystals I like just being cosy so yeah sort of a fancy jumper and then wearing that with leathers and boots is like my go-to I just want to be warm we talk about today's jumper we talk about today's jumper this so um, as I said I'm a huge fan of a frilly collar so a frilled knit is right yeah ticking all the boxes Um, this is another bash one and it's Mm. yeah just got a lovely lovely high collar around around the neck but warm long cuff long cuff sort of a balloon sleeve and it's really comfy also comes in cream it's very cool how do you feel about this season I was thinking about this this morning on my way to work do you look back at autumn well winter it's still here but we're obviously about to hit the sales or already are do you look back on autumn winter 19 and think it was a good one what have been your highlights yes what I loved again being short I love wearing maxi dresses Mm. maxi dresses sort of covered if you look at bash again they've got really light summery Mm. maxi dresses but with gold and silver thread going through to make them a bit more festive but if you'd bought a maxi dress in the summer you could still be wearing it now mm. you could wear it all the way through the autumn with Chelsea boots or Dot Martin I love that look yeah. that, that prairie look yeah. you do that mm. a lot so I love the maxi dress and when you're short it does elongate you as well mm. so I love that I love long cardigans and I invested in long cardigans this autumn so that I can wear them with maxi skirts and maxi dresses and it feels like those dresses are in the stores now still. as for this season yeah. it's not just like make the most of your summer dresses yeah, no, now no. it's keep buying them all year round yeah. yeah and they are because they're often cottons they're affordable as well yeah. so mm. I really like that and I also think is that a reflection on we do live in quite heated houses now you know like before well for my generation you'd have to put the layers on but now you can wear a light weight maxi dress day to night and not freeze if you've got yeah. a lovely mm. big coat to wear over yeah. the top and a long cardigan what do you never wear Joe? well the leather trousers okay I mean I lust <laughs> after them I, w- I would love to and I don't wear that many hats actually either for being short you know was it last year the beret I loved all that but I did look like Benny Hill so I just you know I'd love to be tall being able to wear a hat Mm. and with long legs leather leggings ain't ever gonna happen (laughs) fair enough are there people you follow for inspiration you're very much your own person but Mm. who do you look to and go there nailing it um so you know ronnie wood's wife joe wood one of the rolling stones so she and i are mates and i love what she wears because i am an old hippie really still there's still that i wear big flared trousers that are like the original loon pants that your mother would remember (laughs) Um, and that echo still goes on in my life but I follow seriously I follow you lot also the Anna edit I don't know if you know Anna. yes yes I think she does a great edit and she's that capsule wardrobe thing of just having less choice Mm. if you have less choice 
it really does help actually yeah. by and it doesn't have to be expensive classics you know she chooses really well i love her i, I feel like these days sorry of things being in and out are kind of yeah passing yeah. do you remember those days yeah. when you'd open the somebody supplements or yeah. whatever it was and what's they'd be like yeah. this season bit and i'd be like oh god i can never wear i feel i don't know whether i've just got older and a yeah. bit more sensible mm-hmm. or we're just changing as consumers and I think all, all abs- trends never come and go. I don't know. I think you're absolutely right. The one thing, going back to your original question, of, do you remember, and you, you talked about it a lot, Olivia talked about it, because this is like my family, it's the <laughs> pleated skirt. You know those very tiny pleated skirts mm, yeah. that everyone yeah. was, has been wearing? And they, they brought them all out then in gold and silver so you can get those. And I've got an original one, which was Nicole Fari in cashmere. It's in my oven. Oh, wow. Which it proves <laughs> if you wait long enough, yeah, it'll come back. back. It's totally. a full circle of pleats. Totally. Yeah. That sounds like a good buy. Yeah. Peter's skirt. Yeah. I love yeah. a knitted skirt. Yeah. Heaven. Heaven. Beautiful. It's so warm. And without wanting to talk about your age. Oh, I'm quite happy to talk about my age. But I think you prove that style is timeless and you can be a lover of fashion and you can still get it right and look great as you get older. I think I am really lucky because I, th- I mean, oh, my mother... Out, the obvious. Well, my mum, who's still alive, loved clothes, but she never had the opportunities I have. Mm. You know that it is relatively affordable to have, you know, a good capital wardrobe, that I get loads of help skin-wise with serums and like you, you have, you think, I'll treat myself to a Sarah Chapman. Mm. All those you know, choices. There's so many choices now for women that you can just, you can age and take all those choices with you. So you can always look the best you can ever look. Mm. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Yeah. I think you look amazing. Really I really gorgeous. do. Well, a lot You're of it is down to you. Seriously, you, I'm not honestly. just... You know, Georgie, when you came on my radio show, and we have everyone on that show. It's like you, actually. Everyone comes through our doors. But I was so excited when you were coming in because I learn a lot from you lot. I really do learn a lot. And I love it when you all sit round and talk about what you're wearing and everything else. And I think it's so important because... I say, you know, we're luckier than my mother's generation. We have online, we have social media, we have online magazines. And that was, you know, unless you bought Woman or Woman's Own or Woman's Realm, um, (laughs) that was it. There was no more, you know, inspiration than that. Yeah. Oh, Joe, I feel like we could chat for hours. We just love your zest for life. I mean, it really is second to none, your energy and passion and style and it's just such a pleasure to have you on the podcast yeah. well thank you and this has made my Christmas well the lead up to my Christmas anyway. oh well come again come again when you've had your second one and we must do a shoot and when Rich is around <laughs> come where he'll be gutted that he's me he is gutted that he wasn't here have a very happy, happy Christmas happy Christmas girl and if you don't listen to Joe Good on BBC Radio London then tune in if you can't tune in between one thirty and 5 then you can go online and listen anytime bbc sounds bbc sounds that's it for this week if you enjoyed that then do please rate review subscribe and tell your friends we'll be back soon bye-bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.